Welcome to Sports with Anthony. Today is January 29th, 2021, and today is On the Sidelines with Anthony and Nathan as we discuss the NFL and the previous two games that were played and our Super Bowl predictions. Yeah. Um, when it comes to that, to the Green Bay Packers game, and they were playing the Bucks. It's fourth quarter. You have a chance to tie the game on fourth down with two minutes and like 19 seconds left. And you know that even if you kick a field goal, the game's not tied. You might not get that ball back because you only have two timeouts in the two-minute warning. So you as the head coach, what would you have done? So would I kick the field goal or would I go for it on fourth down? Yeah. What would you do? I would have gone for it. Uh because even if I kick the field goal, I'm uh, I know that I kick the field goal. Hey, cool! I'm still down by a couple points, uh, and I've got the greatest uh, quarterback of all time on the other side of the ball, and uh, you know he can he can run out that clock. You know all they would needed needed to have done is the Buccaneers would have needed to got, uh, get a first down, which is what they got, and uh, ended the clock. So for me, I mean, I've got a Hall of Fame quarterback on my sideline named Aaron Rodgers. Uh, his, who has proven himself uh, countless times, uh, especially uh, not being a Detroit Lions fan, but living in the Detroit area. I've seen Aaron Rodgers uh, dash the hopes of many a Lions fan. So I'd have put the ball in his hand and said, hey, let's, uh, let's make Tom Brady prove that he's the GOAT. Uh, let's go for this. Let's get that touchdown and see what Brady can do uh, in the remaining time. So that's me. Right, because like the the main thing was you kick that field goal, you're you're still down by five, so you still have to score a touchdown. Yeah. So if if you miss the field goal, you're still down by eight. The ball is in a decent spot because you don't have to worry about kicking off. But the only bad thing, I don't know what the coach was thinking. Yeah, you kick, you made the field goal. You don't even try for an onside kick. Yeah. So what? Even- yeah. What, what was the point of kicking the field goal if you're not going to do the onside kick? I think he was trusting really? his. I think he was trusting his defense a little too much against uh, Tom Brady. Uh, right. I mean, if you even watch the playback on that, you you see that uh, you know Tampa Bay was lined up uh, heavily for that uh, onside kick. You know, of oh, their yeah. <laughs> of their eleven guys, they had uh, they had eight or nine of them up on that first line, and they had you know one guy secondary line, and then. You know, right. one guy all the way back, but they, I mean, even they were expecting uh, the onside yeah. kick, which didn't come. So yeah. all they did was a little piece <coughs> kick. And I was like, what? Okay. You might as well have gone for it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, calamity of errors there for the uh, Green, yeah, Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. It, I feel bad for Aaron Rodgers, you know, because, you know, do I want Tom yep, Brady to too. get another one? Yeah. But I think Aaron Rodgers is uh, a better quarterback i mean future hall of famer for sure but uh better quarterback than just the one-time super bowl champ oh i so. know and it's it's it just it's almost like with drew Brees too drew had some chances and it just it didn't work out for him yeah and they at least they'll go down winning one super bowl each but aaron only has so much time left with this team yeah. And who knows if he'll ever play for another team, but more than likely he'll have to if he wants to play longer than what the Packers want him to play. But yeah, I think this was uh, maybe a wake-up call for the Green Bay Packers organization because uh, you know Aaron was pissed and uh, oh yeah, could easily make a case for leaving Green Bay, but he's 
reaffirmed that he's staying, but I think it got the attention where if they do something stupid like this again, you know, he might walk, you know, he might say, screw right. it, I'm going somewhere else. Cause he has, there's three years left on this contract and he's still playing at a very high level. So oh, I don't sure. see any, I don't see any downgrade anytime soon. And in this off season, there is a few wide receivers through free agency. If they would want to go, they could actually look at AJ green. He is a free agent. There's no ties with, uh, him having to be franchise tagged by the Bengals or anything. He right. is a free agent. Yep. So I think if if they want to add another just top receiver where he doesn't have to play every down, but if you have him playing alongside Devontae Adams, now you don't know how to double team people. Like it it would I think it would benefit them. And then I almost would want to say with play calling on offense for the Packers I would almost now it'll be year three with this head coach, give Aaron even more responsibility to do any audible that he wants now. So even on that fourth down, if he wanted to go for it, he'll just stay on the field and go for it mm-hmm. and see what happens. So we'll see how much leeway he gets as time goes. But uh, I hope that he can make it back to one more Super Bowl just to see if he can win it. Yeah, so hopefully it'll be good. And then for the, the uh, Chiefs and Bills game, it's exactly what I thought would happen. Uh, the, the Chiefs, they're just they're so in sync and they're on fire that I knew the Bills would have to put up high numbers to keep up, which they did for a little bit, but it was just too much. And I think there's a bright side to this Bills team. I don't know how long this type of dynasty of their team for their core will last, but I think at least they have a good four to five years of seeing how deep they can make it in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, I uh, <clears throat> I was surprised by Buffalo this season. Uh, you know, with the uh, the Bills Mafia, you know, phrasing and so on and so forth. But, you know, they brought it this season. Um, you know, they had that big pickup this season with Stefan Diggs. And, you know, so that gave them uh, a lot more options uh, for Josh Allen to throw to. Uh, right. You know, uh, arguably last year, the best wide receiver in the league last year. Um, and so he went to Buffalo, um, but, you know, looking at the scores and stuff like that, you know, uh, Bill's mafia land was probably really uh, happy with the start of that first quarter, nine, nothing, uh, right. you know, and everybody's like, Oh, okay. Upset watch, you know, are we about to see uh defending Super Bowl champ go down here? You know, and Bill's mafia gonna, you know, break a bunch more tables after the game, but you know, that second quarter, you know, that second quarter with um, the chiefs dropping 21 on them. That was just, that was, the beginning, that was the <laughs> beginning of the end, you know, 21, nine at, uh, you know, 21, 12, I should say at halftime, but you know, when you score 21 points in a quarter and your opponent only scores three, uh, that's a problem. Right. And then, you know, uh, Kansas city came out second half with that same energy uh, scoring 10 oh, yeah. points to uh, Buffalo's three. That's just, and it's just they just they came out with that they they put the pedal to the metal and they did not let up until the very very end and the score could have been worse it really could have been oh it could have been it could have been worse i mean they had uh kansas city had a lot of uh a lot of bench players and stuff like that in uh the latter half of the third quarter and into the fourth so uh it, it could you're right it could have been way way worse uh, for Bill's because, Mafia like, land. 
And in the fourth quarter towards the very end, the Bills scored that one touchdown, but it was like – it was a touchdown that it didn't matter. It was just – they scored. It's like, okay, give us the ball back. We'll run the clock out now. So it um, – they're healthy. Uh, Bell rested that game, so they said he's going to be ready for the Super Bowl. And now we have the Bucks and Chiefs matchup, which I'm excited to see because, of course, Michael loves the Chiefs. Uh-huh. Jen loves Tom Brady, so so she's cheering for the Bucks. And um, I mentioned on my segment with Chris, I ended up I bought a Super Bowl T-shirt mm-hmm. that has both teams on it because I'm like I I got to cheer for both teams for at least starting out the game. But for me, I would love to see Tom Brady get that seventh ring and be seven and three all time in Super Bowls. And if the Chiefs win, more power to them because. They're a they're a dynasty team right now, and they remind me of the Patriots of the early two thousands, where they might not win two in a row, but they're going to win. They could they have on paper the lineup where you can win four championships oh, with, yeah. without a without an issue. But I want to see Tom go out winning the Super Bowl, and then see if he comes back for one or two more years, and then and see what happens with that. Yeah, you know it's. Uh... You know, uh, definitely, uh, definitely a tough game to call here. You know, between the two, you know, you've got you look on paper and you look at the Kansas City, you look at the Kansas City Chiefs and realize, okay, they're fully loaded. Uh, you've got the half billion dollar man at quarterback, and you've got you know wide receiver, running back, tight end options galore. But then on the other side of the ball is the goat. You know, uh, who has faced yep. uh, who has faced teams that were uh, as uh, as difficult, if not better, uh, than the Kansas City Chiefs, um, and he's won Super Bowls uh, off of those teams. Right, exactly. But, but at the same time, you know, Tom Brady has uh, also shown some uh, some uh, yeah, what's the word I'm looking for here some vulnerability. You know, uh, going in thinking uh, that they were going to you know complete the undefeated season and beat the Giants in the Super Bowl, and they were. Uh, they were shocked there. You know, they thought they were going to be uh, uh, able to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. That didn't happen. So, you know, looking at this right. one, I think, you know, the, you know, I think Tom Brady's there. I think he can, uh, I think he can get it done. But the problem is, is I don't think the other players on the team are going to be able to uh, complete the whole process. He's got too many too many divas on that team, uh, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, uh, you know, just too many guys on that team to where when the chips are stacked against them and Kansas City runs up a, you know, a 21 to nine, uh, a tw- yeah, 21 to nine score in the uh, second quarter, you know, can Tom Brady respond to that and face that adversity? Yeah, but I don't know if the rest of the guys on the team can. So uh, I've got the, uh, I've got the Chiefs in a close one, in a close one. What the? What what do you think the score will be? I think the score is going to be, uh, you know, it's going to be in the twenties. I've got uh, I've got them uh, twenty uh, twenty one twenty is uh, kind of where I've got them. So we'll uh, we'll see if it happens. Um, but uh, you know, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be a full four quarters game. Uh, but uh, I don't think this will be the end of Tom Brady. Um, I do think it'll probably be the last Super Bowl we see him in, knock on wood. Uh, but uh, I think he'll still come back and play next season. And like, 
for me, that Chiefs team, of course, they're coming off a Super Bowl win. If they win it, that'll be two in a row, and they they still have a lot of people under contract, so that team will continue to be back. And then for the for the Buck side, they are built to win right now. There, there's no time for losing mm-hmm. because Tom Brady had that, I think it was a two-year deal. I forget how long his deal was, maybe three years, but I think it's the two-year deal. So I think their biggest pickup that a lot of people haven't talked about uh, up to this point now is that they got Fournette at running back. When he got he got released by the Jags at the beginning of the season, yep. and, and they picked him up. And then they were able to get A.B. I think it was – that was a lot of Tom wanting to have another uh, deep threat. Yeah. So you get A.B. on the team, and he's – so far he's been uh, very professional and no issues. And I think he knows because if he would do anything now, he'll never be back in the league. So you be on your best behavior. But – they do have three veterans, at least on offense, that have Super Bowl experience. Of course, with, with Tom, with Gronk, and with A.B., I think that's going to help some of the offensive players. And as a defense, I think both teams are really good on defense. But for this game, and not because it's a home game, I'm going to give the edge to the defense to Tampa Bay, just with how they play. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if they can just contain Kelsey and contain Hill. That, I mean, you're not going to stop them from getting numbers. But if you can just contain it and not let them have a lot of explosive plays, that's going to help. That'll keep them in the game. And the the main key for especially the Bucks offense, I, I see them doing – they're very methodical these last few games. Of, they're very patient. And they don't do too many home run uh, – tries on offense but they do keep it out there so it keeps the defense honest but he just takes his time get down the field they play field position uh but most of the time once they get into the red zone they're getting touchdowns right now and that's that's the key and if they can control the ball for i i know it's going to be it's going to be crazy because both teams really can move the ball if they really want to real fast but if they can control it just 50 percent of the time i don't i don't see any team like controlling the ball where it's like 70% one team and and 30% the other. But I think it's going to be 50-50. But it's a matter of when you're able to control that ball and maintain your score. So if the Bucks can contain it at the end of the second quarter and third quarter and then in the fourth quarter, be able just to have – they need a 10-point lead if they're going to win. And if it's me – I would I would almost try to get that 14 point spread because the Chiefs can score in like 10 seconds I feel like. So yeah. my over my overall score of this game um I'm going to say it's going to be let's see 35 for Tampa Bay and 29 29 for the Chiefs. So I'm going to I'm going to pull the the underdog winning this one. The Chiefs do have a three point spread right now. As soon as uh, the Bucks won, and then they found out the Chiefs were in, uh, it locked in that because of Tom Brady, it ended up being a three point spread. So we'll see how close yeah, that is. It, it, it's going to be a close game. I mean, no matter 
at least I think so. No matter where you where you put the spread or the the score prediction, I right. think it's going to be uh, it's going to be a close one for sure. So, so I wanted to ask you this because I asked Chris his thought. Um, you have Bell on one team, and you have uh, Antonio Brown on the other. The former Steelers players that were vital to the success of Big Ben's mm-hmm. last championship. Do you think Bell and Antonio Brown will? sometime in the game have some type of takeover where they put their stamp on the game? Or do you think they're just going to be just, just part, be of, part the of the group? These two guys, uh, these two guys were free, you know, are, are freeloaders on their current team. Uh, you know, they got there, you know, Antonio Brown has less than impressive stats. Same thing with Le'Veon Bell, not really that impressive stats uh, for the, uh, for their time with their respective teams. Uh, so, you know, one of them's obviously going to win a Super Bowl, The other one's not, but I don't think their contribution to their team is going to be something that's going to be uh, a standout because even if you talk to, uh, you know, any, any fan of Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell, you know, even like you talk to a, a Kansas city chief fan and be like, all right, so talk to me about Le'Veon Bell. When do you think he was at his best? Uh, and you ask a Buccaneers fan the same thing about Antonio Brown. They're going to say when he was when they were with the Steelers. Uh, and I think and I think that's right, because of the right. relationship that uh, you know the three guys had, uh, you know, with the team and with each other. You know, and it was strained at times, but uh, yeah, they have not had the success uh, that they had with uh, the Steelers. So. I don't think, right. you know, uh, do I think maybe they'll score? Yeah, but I do think that uh, Tampa Bay and Kansas City could have still made it to this year's Super Bowl without those respective players. Well, te- technically, technically they did because both of them did not play right. in last week's game because they were resting from injury. So um, the only question I have for you, then, since you do pick the Chiefs to win, uh, Mahomes has turf toe, and they lost one of their best offensive mm-hmm. linemen in Fisher. Do you think? Do you think switching up the offensive line is going to cause Mahomes scrambling uh, to be more of an issue? And do you think the turf toe, if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can do it right, do you think they could force that foot that has the turf toe? I believe it's his left foot just force it to get aggravated with putting more pressure on Mahomes to have to do more. Yeah, I don't think the turf toe is going to be really that big of an issue uh, for Mahomes. I think he's on the mend with it, but at the same time, you know, he'll have a full two-week recovery uh, with it going into the Super Bowl compared to the one week one week of recovery that he had from uh, the, uh, the two previous games. Uh, but uh, the other thing to take into consideration is uh, if you've ever had turf toe, turf toe is always worse than the cold. You know, when when the weather's cold, it's all stiffened up, right. especially when you're playing on the hard surfaces, uh, i.e. Kansas City in January. Uh, it's cold out there. Yeah, and so it's that, that's going to cause it to be aggravated. But they're not playing in Kansas City. They're playing in the nice, warm, sunny area of Tampa Bay. So I think that that turf toe uh, right. is not going to be so much of an issue as it would have been if they were playing somewhere a little colder. Uh, you know, there is concern there with the offensive line. <clears throat> there is that concern there with the offensive line. 
but uh, it's not the first time that uh, a backup has had to step in on that offensive line for uh, for a certain stretch. So I think uh, I think Kansas City still gets it done, and I think that. Uh, the turf toe coming off the concussion, the offensive line being out, I think that's going to be part of the contribution to the game being closer uh, than some may expect. All right, everybody, I want to take a poll of who you think is going to be the Super Bowl winner this year, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Kansas City Chiefs. So please go to my Anchor podcast page and click on message at the top if you're using the computer on the phone. I believe you just scroll and you'll see message and you can leave me a voicemail so I can listen to see what your prediction will be of the Super Bowl winner. So the weekend of the Super Bowl, I will then put the poll results on my podcast and we will see what people think. So please click on message. Send me a voicemail, and we'll get at it. Thank you for listening to Sports with Anthony and today's segment on the sidelines with Anthony and Nathan. On Monday, I will be posting a podcast discussing this upcoming weekend sporting events as well as the Pro Bowl Uh, festivities that are on Sunday. Please tune in. Have a great weekend, everybody, and stay safe.